aching for a new episode? Here's Better Buddies. Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, we've got Kelvin. Hello. John. Hello. And James. Hello. Uh, Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week, what's one luxury, large or small, you splurge money on? Oh. What are the uh, parameters of splurge here? I don't think there are, are... I don't think there's too many parameters, because I'd say it's almost just like, treat yourself. What do you, if you're going to treat yourself, you buying the, the cheap beer or the your, your preferred brand? Okay, fair, fair. I got one. I'll go. Okay. Uh, on, I haven't been able to do this in like a month now, which <clears throat> really sucks, because I've been in like moving and busy and all this stuff, but... Before the last couple months, I've been, it's like kind of a splurge, not really, but um, I would on weekend mornings, I would go to a cafe and I'd buy myself tea and a breakfast sandwich. Not really splurge, but uh, the tea is expensive for what it was. Like I'd pay all in all, it would cost me with tip probably like 16 bucks for just a thing of tea and a little, and a little breakfast sandwich. Um, so I don't know. I consider it splurging because I don't know that it was worth 16 bucks every, like, those two mornings. Oof. But I, I felt it was worth it because it was a good sandwich and good tea and I would sit on a park bench. So, I don't know. I think I'd consider that as a little splurge that I did. To, yeah, I kept that. so nice. Yeah, that does sound really nice. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I would do it every day <laughs> and then it would become a splurge because then it would get so freaking expensive fast. But... Every weekend I would do that. So that'd be like 20, that'd be like 30 bucks a weekend just on the two teas and two sandwiches. That's a pretty good one. I think, see, I'm trying to think about like what I splurge on. I think my splurge is probably alcohol based and it's mm-hmm. blackberry brandy. Like I've got the specific oh. brand of blackberry oh. brandy I get. What and- brand? I don't even I don't even know the brand. It's the only one I can grab because that's the <laughs> But like yeah. that over other kinds of brandy or cheaper alcohols, like I really enjoy it. It's a little bit of a splurge because depending on how much of it I have on a weekend, it can last me anywhere from two to four weeks. And it's like depending on this I think it's like fifteen to twenty dollars. So that's not that bad. It's not bad for a bottle of alcohol, but that's my it's my little luxury. Nice. I would say for me it's just movies. Um like I buy movies on Google Play, not like all the time, but enough where like if I'm sitting down and I really want a movie, um I'll just buy it. And it doesn't happen like all the time, but that's how I've like assembled like a little collection of everything from like american psycho to paprika to like team america all these classic <laughs> little movies for me so, once upon a time once upon a time in hollywood yeah pulp fiction some classic digital I, um it's digital so yeah but i do have a few movies on um like DVD that I or Blu-ray that I really really treasure too, like School of Rock or Apocalypse Now. Oh, um, it's yeah, yeah. It's so kind of fun you, to have. Like you reminded me of a, something that I actually do splurge on, as like a yeah, a real like outside of. You guys know the f- like four or five dollar movie bin that Walmart has. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'll dig through that and just like grab one. Okay, you usually when I go there. to Walmart. I get all kinds of things from there. I've gotten Predator from there. Uh, I like literally mo- almost all the movies I have are from that bin. It includes Man from Uncle. Um, okay. I think. Um, uh, the Outsiders. Um, no way. Monuments Men. Uh, yeah, like just 
Because it's just like a bunch of DVD, cheap DVDs. So yeah, that's if you dig through that bin, you can find some good stuff. No, I bet you can find some like classics. I bet there's like a lot of like trash or just stuff that's like okay. But I bet there's like some real gems buried in that. Uh, that Mad bin. Max, uh, Mad Max Dual Pack and Fury Road. No way. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, I, I second I second your movie purchases, James. Yeah, it's nice to just have your own little collection. John, you got one. Um. Yeah. I guess, and I think a lot of people can probably relate to this, but I would say, like, the tier two streaming services. Like, you get your service, and then you pay to not have ads, you know? Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't, oh. don't necessarily have to, but that's just, like, a quality that's of a life one. boost if you do. No, so. that is, like, a nice little splurge, because it does pay dividends. Because sometimes, like... Like you, you buy the streaming services ideally to get away from like all the commercials on TV, you know. So yeah. yeah. And I just finished my watch through of Naruto, and that's like seven hundred episodes. And oh if I had God. to watch like four ads between in every episode, that would have added years to <laughs> the project. Holy shit! So <laughs> how, how long was that? On? How long oh, of the ad are the ads? How long are the ads? Thirty seconds, a minute. Yeah. All the questions. Um, between, yeah, 30 seconds to a minute. I'm gonna go with a minute. But yeah. How are you uh, watching it on? Hulu. Hulu? How was the show? It's it's very good. Definitely watch at least once. You said Uh, 700? Towards the end, there's a lot of filler. 700 episodes? Um, 720, I believe. (laughs) Is that right? Or are there only 500? Uh, so at 700... Uh, ish episodes that one minute ad four times per episode would be 2,880 minutes or 48 hours. You saved two days. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I saved a lot more time by skipping all the filler at the end. But... <laughs> there you go. This is also fair. Yeah. But yes, it was a worthwhile investment. Probably similar math for all the YouTube I watch that I should oh. cut back on. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I say a lot of time there because I have the YouTube premium as well. See, I watch it. Oh, you say that, but now they've also just started, at least with the YouTube I've been watching, they just started putting ads in the videos that you can't... sponsored content, yeah, that's the sponsored different. content stuff, <laughs> and they don't put it totally different. yeah, yeah, but that's just like a quick, I usually watch on a mobile device, so that's just a quick, like, double tap of the screen, and you skip ahead 20 seconds and skip the. Sponsors, actually. Yeah, I, that's usually what I do. Although yeah. sometimes they make like little skits, and it's like fun to kind of see. Then there are yeah, other if they actually do like, something with it, and then it's yeah, like, you, I'll watch it. But if they're just like reading a copy, yeah, then, then it's just like yeah, I'll move on. <laughs> I I have to say, one of my favorite ad reads I've heard recently is listening to not another D and D podcast. They have an ad read for uh, a honey ad read, but the one of their players recently had a child and so the ad read is the person talking about how much money they're saving with honey that they're spending money buying gifts and toys and customized onesies for the kids that will love them more than their parent all right well thanks yeah Uh, thought that was gonna play better than it did okay (laughs) 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 but so yeah a bit of a splurge but it's definitely worth it for the time i save considering how much i use those services yeah yeah that's totally fair cool well our next segment consider talking about streaming services better buddies recommend where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy uh i'm gonna get mine out of the way first just because i mm-hmm. uh dimension 20s unsleeping city campaign it's on youtube it's 36 hours two hour videos each for 18 videos but it is a D&D campaign based on modern-day New York, where you have the boroughs of New York, but then there's the sixth borough, the land of dreams, uh, and the inter- New York is a place where the waking world and the dreaming world intersect, and it's all about the characters trying to... The first episode, uh, Santa's sleigh goes down in Central Park, and they have to deal with SantaCon... Which is a real event where it's a massive pub crawl where everybody's dressed up as Santa yeah. and they go from pub to pub. Wait, 
This yeah. is a podcast? The, what is this? Uh, Dimension 20 is a YouTube channel. Okay. By college humors Brennan Lee Mulligan and various actors and oh. members of that crew. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, that's right. That's right, they do have their own, like, tabletop. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but in their an episode one of this series season, uh, SantaCon is not just a massive pub crawl. It's where Santa gets rid of all of his defective clones. Nice. <laughs> because how else would he hit so many houses? That's uh, that's, that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, and the the fight in that one is uh, the Santa clones are defective this uh, particularly nasty and mean this year and are hurting people and infecting people with cotton with uh, peppermint candy bites, <laughs> and they have to fight a giant grub Sant- grub Santa clone. Wait, like something out of Akira or something like that? Like... Uh, Cronenberg. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Yeah, but the minis, like they they have a they have a whole like set design team and stuff, and like the minis they use are these like shambling monstrous zombies, but they got Santa beards and hats on them. So yeah, That's I'm... hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the the of course it's college humor. So like, even if you're not a huge fan of their comedy style for like their scripted stuff, they at least have the improv and comedic talent to like do characterization and their characters are always really strong okay so yeah i i recommend that and but it, again it's 36 hours total 18 episodes so put it on in the background you don't need to be paying like 100 percent rapt attention uh and while you're doing that play game dev tycoon because i rediscovered that game literally yesterday and had forgotten that they had introduced a pirate mode where you play through the game dev, develop, like, it's a simulator where you start your own video game company in your garage. But in pirate mode, there are pirates who will steal your video games and decrease your sales, increasing the chance that you go bankrupt. Classic. There you go. Wait, intellectual property pirates? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, an interesting twist. It's just well, like the real world. Yeah, it is because Game Dev Tycoon, <laughs> Game Dev Tycoon came out a few years ago, quite a few years ago, back in like when we were in high school. But it was a small indie game put out by a small indie company, and they had a problem with piracy. And their their point to combat that problem was if you downloaded a pirate, they put out a copy of the game on purpose, where if you downloaded it pirates would inevitably destroy your company there was no way you could survive yeah and they got a bunch of nasty letters about it but also got people saying like hey we want this as a challenge mode like we want this as hard mode give us the hard mode so they eventually back in like 2020 put it out as okay here's hard mode the pirates come in it's survivable but it's tough but also as you play through the game it will occasionally pop up messages that are emails based on emails they got about piracy, such as people saying, like, I enjoy this game, but I don't like you, so I pirated it. <laughs> or, I That's really kind of enjoy awesome. this game, but I don't think it should be priced this much, so I'm not paying for it. Uh, so yeah, it, Game Dev Tycoon, real fun little game. Uh, you can, can you move through all of history of video gaming, and it's they got some neat little... Uh, Easter eggs to various video games and the company names are all changed by like one letter. So you still have like Xbox and Sony and PlayStation and whatnot, but it's like Mbox and Vony and, uh, Nintendo and whatever. New Tendo. New Tendo. A new Nintendo. <laughs> but yeah, there's my recommendations. Who would I, like? Yeah. Calvin, would you like? Uh, yeah. One sec. Actually. Would you kindly? Would yeah, you kindly? <laughs> Would you kindly? Oh, look at you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now I gotta remember what it was. Ah, got it. Okay, I don't think I recommended this before. If I did, you'll have to say so, and then I'll have to come quickly come up with a new one. <laughs> uh, but I watched this movie a little while ago, and I really enjoyed it. It's uh, Love and Monsters. It came out this last year. 2020 did i recommend this uh i don't not that i, I know so. of okay so yeah it's got um the dude from made run made made runner 
uh, Maze Runner. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, Dylan O'Brien. Um, yeah, right. That's the guy from Maze yeah. Runner. Yeah, uh, the guy with is that the guy with the eyebrows? Or is that yeah, the other like dude? The main character, okay. dude. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to pop <laughs> no, in? He to doesn't say? have any eyebrows. <laughs> uh, this is a new recommendation. This is new. Oh, uh, you looked it up quick. I Sweet. checked to make sure what the movie was. You have not recommended it. Yeah, so it's a really fun movie. Um, it got a little screwed by the pandemic, um, so it couldn't release in theaters. Uh, but it did, re- so it released on streaming only. Um, it's not like a low budget film, but it only had like a budget of 30 million as well. So mm-hmm. as modern big films go, that's tiny. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. Basically the premise is, um, there's an asteroid that's going to hit earth and it's about, it's like and it's going to destroy all of mankind. It's like this massive freaking thing. Um, And right at the beginning, they're talking about this and humanity manages to come together and launch every nuclear missile we have at it. Um, (laughs) And and it works. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it works. They blow up the asteroid and it doesn't destroy earth. And then the radiation falls on the earth and mutates all cold-blooded animals into giant monsters that then destroy the world. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> ah, blowback. Uh, no, that's fair. Yeah, so like pretty much it's a bunch of, it's mainly insects that get, so they're not even like cold-blooded. I don't think you would consider insects cold-blooded. But um, it's a bunch of insects and reptiles, lizard things. There's like, I think you pretty much only see, oh, but there's like a crab thing. So I don't know. They're kind of loose with what gets mutated, but basically small animals get mutated into giant monsters that just basically hunt humanity to near extinction. Um, and most everyone's hiding in underground bunkers um, and just trying to survive and fighting off giant ants that come in and just like eat people. And um, it's about the main character, Dylan O'Brien. Right at the beginning, he meets this girl and they have like this summer fling kind of deal. And then the world ends um, and they get into bunkers. And six years later, uh, he finds her on the radio and her bunker is like 70 miles away from his. Um, and it's basically, he's just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go see her. And he decides to cross the 70 miles of like death land full of monsters to try and get to her bunker. Um, and he's portrayed as this kind of like weak character who like freezes anytime anything scary happens and can't it just completely locks down and shuts down um so everyone in his uh bunker is like no you're you're gonna die um and yeah it's the story of him trying to make it to there and things happen obviously along the way and all sorts of stuff and it's really enjoyable it's got um a relatively small cast but it's i enjoyed pretty much everybody in their roles it's got um, Michael Rooker in it. Oh, he, no he shows up as like a mentor for the main guy, and he's awesome. I love him. Uh, it's got an amazing dog that, yeah, <laughs> that is named Boy. Um, boy? Boy. Boy is uh, dog. Boy. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Kratos. And it's, it's just a really fun film good action um enjoyable story actually really good visual effects um it was nominated for an academy award for best visual effects um which is impressive for a 30 million dollar budget um but i wouldn't be surprised if that's where almost all of their budget went um yeah but yeah it's it's really good um i don't remember where i watched it but i know you can rent it online for like four bucks and what's yeah uh... i What's the in-world situation with cars and gasoline? 
they're fine, except for the fact that it's been six years of basically apocalypse. So where do you find the gas? Fair. And also, uh, the monsters are freaking massive and like super predatory. So they're gonna. That's just a calling attention to yourself. There is a bit that I won't spoil that kind of addressed something similar to that. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Um, I just figured I'd ask because I'm sitting here going, 70 miles an hour, 70 miles away. That's one hour driving at speed limit. There's no speed limits anymore. So if it's a clear road, you could get Well, there, there are like, no clear roads because it's been seven miles of just over, or seven miles, seven years of just overgrowth and mm. like... Rampaging yeah. monsters. And rampaging <laughs> monsters. And, yeah, no, the reason it takes him so long to cross 70 miles is because of the rampaging monsters. Not so much the distance. <laughs> like, there's a giant frog thing that's kind of terrifying. Oh. There's, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're a little afraid of insects, this film might be a little hard to watch at times, but... Um, I don't know, dude. I, I saw the Peter Jackson King Kong. If that didn't scare me from insects, actually, that's well. a pretty good in, uh, analogy. Yeah. If you can deal with okay. that, you'll probably be fine. Okay, cool. There's a giant. There's a giant centipede that's actually kind of unsettling. Ooh. Oh, fuck! <laughs> no, Mm-mm. centipedes no, are already it's... too giant. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, so I highly recommend Love and Monsters. It's very good. It's got a lot. It's it's serious. But it, there's also a lot of comedy to it, and it's great. I remember seeing the trailer for it and go looking at it and going like, "This movie either has to know exactly what it is and what it's trying to do, or it's not going to work." And it sounds like it worked. It works great. It's cool. Nice. Uh, John or James, who would like to go next? You can go if you'd like, sir. All right. Uh. I usually do like a, I feel like I usually do a heavier recommendation. I'm going to do a light one right now. But... I just watched earlier today um, the first episode of season five in Rick and Morty because they put it out on YouTube. Oh. Um, oh, really? Premiered on there. Yeah. And I thought it was um, interesting. Rick and Morty isn't like a show that I'm like, I don't know if I would ever say I was like a fan of Rick and Morty. I just kind of liked watching the show. I'm just interested, like, because I think this question can hold whether or not you guys have seen it. What do you think about, like, Rick and Morty right now? What do you think about it? What's your opinion on the show? Overplayed. It was good for the first little bit, but then it just got ridiculously repetitive, and the fans ruined it for me. I kind of agree on the fans portion. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of just lost interest over time, though. I don't think the last season was very good. Yeah, that was season four then. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad because it's like it's a show that unlike Community, Dan Harmon has had full for control like, of. <laughs> have full control of. And it's like he didn't quite like I don't think he like totally fucked it up. It's just like it was like too much right out of the gate. Now there's like nowhere left to go. Um no, I, I I thought the like I'm not I don't want to give any spoilers. I guess if you guys don't really like watch the show, it doesn't like really matter anyway. But just um, what do you, what's your opinion of Rick and Morty right now? The show overall. I think Rick and Morty was really enjoyable. I enjoyed the first three seasons and the one episode of season four I saw. The uh, you son of a bitch, I'm in. That yeah, was a good course. episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. But its mm-hmm. cynical nature is, has proven that, yeah, like, okay, you're cool. You're really cool. Everything sucks. Nothing matters. But why should I care about you then? Yeah, I think, it, and I was going to say, too, I think there's a way you can make that theme work. I just feel like the show went, like, really far in really quick, partially because of its own, like, sensibilities and partially because of, like, I absolutely agree, like, severe over-encouragement and saturation of praise from the fan base. Um and then it just kind of like had nowhere else to go. I still feel like they could save it. Like I feel like it could be something kind of cool, but it's a show I definitely just watch just to kind of like this is gonna sound really, really cynical. It's like watching an animal just to see how it like eyes. <laughs> like it's kind of sad. Well, because you you 
you feel like this thing is basically over. Like, it With feels the, like the, it. The no. episode they just released, I haven't seen it, but if, spoiler alert for that, they introduced, like, Rick's nemesis or something, and it's this, yeah. like, Aquaman sea-dwelling dude in a Speedo. But all I saw was on Facebook, the Rick and Morty Facebook page posted, like, some clips of just that guy. And mm-hmm. I feel like they emphasized the junk in the Speedo just to, like, emphasize the junk in the Speedo. And I was like, you didn't need to do that. No, uh, and but that... they did. But they didn't need <laughs> to make play... it move. Uh, but they did. <laughs> but they did. And isn't that worthy of something? No! no I... I... <laughs> no, I... I... That kind of plays into the theme of the episode. I would say watch it and see what you think. Because I honestly, even after watching it, like, I still don't really know what to think. Because I don't really know what to think about that show entirely. And I want to see how this next season goes. Because I feel like depending on how it does go, the show's either, like, dead dead. Or there's, like, something still interesting in it. I don't know. I've been meaning to catch up on it. Because I... The last impression I have of it is it wanted to have its cake and eat it too of we're a sitcom, mm-hmm. let's have fun, and we don't want to have to reset our characters after every episode, so we're we don't. But like that's cool, but you also aren't giving them any reason to continue living tolerating Rick's existence beyond the fact that he's godly in his power and knowledge. Yeah, I mean it's definitely by no means like essential television. Um but it is still just interesting to watch, like how it turns out. But yeah, I'd, I'd recommend that that like episode one of season five of Rick and Morty, like a light recommendation, just to see what you think. Cool. Yeah, I'll go check it out. Some, some what? All right. Uh, me or you, RJ? I already went. Oh, you already went. Yeah, I recommend <laughs> Dimension Twenty. Oh yes, That's I right. apologize. You were first. Okay. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll go then. I don't know if I would necessarily recommend it. Um, anyway, <laughs> I've been um, playing The Last of Us 2. Oh? Ooh. The Last of Us Part 2 recently. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very, very good. But it's also, like, very brutal. <laughs> in its exploration of humanity and, like, us versus them. How so? Um, so, like... Minor spoilers, but the the game starts with a group like committing major crime against Joel and Ellie's group, mm-hmm. and then you play ha- through half the game as Ellie trying to get revenge for this, and then the game flips, and you're like the members of the group who committed the crime at the beginning. Oh, so like you spend three days in Seattle as Ellie, and then you spend three days in Seattle as Abby. And, like, kind of see both sides of the coin. Do your decisions in one half affect the, like, the outcome of the other? Like, where you're no. placed in it, or no? No, it's completely linear. Interesting. I mean, okay. yes, but <clears throat> you have no control over it. Yeah, yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah, I'm just at the halfway point where it's switched, but it's like, oh, these are the people I've been fighting for the last three days. <laughs> oh, that person's dead. Uh, whoops. <laughs> So yeah, it's just very uh, heavy at times. But, I bet yeah. it it is very good. It's just I don't know. It's a kind of a weight on your soul, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an that's an interesting thing because I'm I'm assuming. Did you know that was going to happen? Not really. Like I mm-hmm. I kind of knew the action that kicked everything off, but I mm-hmm. I didn't know that would flip necessarily. At the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, you switch back and forth from mm-hmm. them like every other chapter, but then you're just at Lee for 12 hours. Okay. So you kind of forget about that. That's cool. All right. They did that with the uh, the first Last of Us 2, didn't they? Like, it was a pretty heavy, heavy-hearted game. Yeah, it's like both of them are more about humanity and your role in the apocalypse than they are about haha funny zombie game oh yeah <laughs> like how how do you live with other people and how do you just like cope with what's happened to the world i think um, that's pretty cool yeah so like great game i definitely caution like oof, you know 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you go good. to The Last of Us 2 not expecting oof after The Last of Us 1, I, that's that's on you. Oh, it's like way heavier than the first game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a video game question that I've yeah. been ruminating on that all three of you can give feedback on. Mm. Is Halo a romance game? Oh. In ways. It has elements of romance, yes. I Well, wait, do you mean romance as in love, or do you mean romance as in, like, the genre? Uh, yes. genre, I think. Like the 1800s literary movement? Three, yeah, no, not like the literary like movement. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking of, like the, like the artistic and literary movement. No, not I the think romantics. In some ways... Okay. Oh, but that's a great band. Between, <laughs> hang on, <laughs> romance between who? Truth and Arteris. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. that would be so. <laughs> that'd be so cute. <laughs> Little Johnson um, of the aliens. Yeah, Johnson yeah. of the elite. He hugs in the legendary ending of Halo One. Yeah, I just love the idea of the prophet of truth being like an old gay and Tartarus taking care of him. <laughs> like they bicker all the time, but they love each other. That would be so funny. No, I can I, see I, it. I I think like in terms of I think you could argue that Halo, even as technical as it can get, I think it is kind of like operatic. Like it is kind of a space opera. I would say it's romantic in both like aesthetic and obviously like there's a quasi-romantic relationship either teased or made explicit by like with Cortana and Chief I suppose alright Calvin what do you think on the romance yeah how far off am I no I don't know I guess I agree alright I just wanted to see if this was a crazy thought (laughs) what are you distracted by nothing (laughs) oh that sounds like something someone who's distracted would say yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, was that sounds... I was finishing my self inspection for my unit that I totally forgot to do and is due like tomorrow. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. So Calvin's doing work. School. What is this? High school? No, that's fair. <laughs> we all procrastinate. Went to work. Alright, cool. Uh one other thing I wanted to bring up. Uh so mm-hmm. recently my mother and brother went on a trip to South Dakota to see some family. And they okay, came back um, with a restaurant idea for us. Uh-oh. Hmm. The Better Buddies Burger Bar. Too many bees. Ooh. What, what would this look like and what would it be? They just handed me a menu that they came up with. and It was just your classic <laughs> burgers. Like, but the, t- the title and the idea, they, they were, the, were based off our podcast. The burgers were your typical, like, bacon cheeseburger. They had, like, a... They, my, my brother came up with a sushi burger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that, I, would, I would eat that. I would try it at least. It's because you're an animal. You could make like different. Oh my god. That'd be good. That'd be great hangover food. I would totally eat that. I as think hangover the sushi food. burger idea would be that like almost more of like not like a burger burger, but it would be sushi toppings mm. in a bun or something. I don't. I didn't really that'd get the good. get that one fully. I would do that if uh, if we could agree that uh, we have a random number generator in the back room and we keep track of all the people who are coming in the restaurant. So every day, the random number generator, whatever number person it lands on, we throw their food in their face and they don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> Imagine the maybe, Google what? reviews. <laughs> Isn't that Dick's last resort? Nice I would, I think, I maybe not every day, every no. month. So it's like an event. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that no, would, no. that would be a great gag. That would be, that would be so good. People would go just to hope to be the person. <laughs> just literally just, just talking about Dick's person. Last Resort. Do, do yeah. you know that restaurant? No. What is Dick's Last Resort? I'm pretty sure that's the name of the restaurant. Where the point of the restaurant is, all of the staff are rude to you. Yeah, but that's all the time, RJ. This is yeah. That's this is like a singular event. You could get a T-shirt. I got my food thrown at me at the Better Butter at the Better Buddies Burger Bar. See, it's the Better Butter. Yeah, there we go. The Better Butter Burger. Yeah, Butter Burger. Yeah, Better Buddies Better Butter Burger. 
literally three <laughs> three ingots of butter on a sandwich just serves you. Ingots? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be deep fried though. Yeah, we're yes. gonna be the Fort the Fort Knox of butter, we will be. It's gonna be, <laughs> it'd be almost like a Culver's butter burger. Where, no, we go into they do for their we go, secret recipe, but then we have deep fried butter on top of it, and the bun oh. is buttered on all sides. What you if the, in, everything on our menu only starts with the letter B? Oh, there we go. <laughs> and we go into butter banking, where Waffles. we just buy reserves of butter, and we just become the central bank of butter. It's yeah. like control. It's like controlling spice, but a dairy product. I mean, it's better. Margarine was illegal in Wisconsin. For I was the about to time. bring that up. There used to <laughs> there used to be an actual industry of margarine smuggling in this state. That's fine. Same way, uh, I I don't know if it's quite. It's not on the same level, but getting spotted cow into other states. We're yeah. like oh. because they don't distribute out there, so it's like oh, if you can get spotted cow out there. Is that true? They only do it in Wisconsin. Yep. Mm. Oh, is Spotted Cow really only Wisconsin? I thought so. I knew it was Wisconsin-based. I didn't know if it was, like, you physically can't get it anywhere outside Wisconsin. Uh, New Glarus beers are distributed exclusively in Wisconsin. That's awesome. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, uh, New Glarus smuggling. Um, we're starting the Better Buddies Butter Barons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. It'll be like the Freemasons, except with, except <laughs> with butter. Midwest burger joint, yeah. <laughs> In oh 800 my years, our descendants will rule the world. Alright, I'm oh, yeah. sorry, but I just pulled, I was researching the New Glarus thing, and on the Wikipedia page, it says, In 2009, a New York City bar was raided and fined for illegally selling spotted cow. Wow. <laughs> yep. That's funny as shit. Dang. So it is a thing. This is illegal. Also, James, they reference in, in, right after that. They're in media. It, their only reference in media to Spotted Cow, Red Letter Media. Nice. Really? Yeah. yeah. Those boys drink all the time on that show. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, who among us has not brought Spotted Cow across state lines? Me. Come on. <laughs> hey, Alex, oh, I'm, not a huge, I'm not a huge fan drink beer. of Spotted Cow. I I I actually I like it okay, but yeah, I should okay. probably try it again. Yeah. My safe beer when I don't know what else to order, I get that. That's fair. I usually get uh uh what do I get? Coors if it comes in that banquet banquet bottle. I was at a grad party a couple of weeks ago where my alcohol options were either cans of Spotted Cow or that like truly light hard oh. seltzer. Oh. I thought you were going to say, or Everclear. Or Moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just kind of put a, a, a propane tank in the cooler, <laughs> and I didn't know if it was like a novelty thing. I drank it anyway, but like... <laughs> uh, it's funny, it kind of tastes like gasoline. <laughs> weird. <laughs> should we give some advice? Yeah. I don't think we should, considering what just transpired. <laughs> I... I I mean, I to be fair, uh, John, rule three of this podcast is we don't listen to James. Yeah, you don't have to listen to me. That doesn't mean you don't hear me. We have the options, too. <laughs> this is fair. This is very fair. Our next segment, Better Buddies Recommend, where we give some real and some not as good advice. Uh, make sure to submit your questions that you need answered to betterbuddiescast at gmail.com. Uh, with our first question, still we we take these off Reddit until we get some questions from people. Uh, mm. What time do you typically go to sleep? With the further details, title is pretty much it. I'm curious specifically about work nights. Um, far far too late. <laughs> yeah, probably. I aim for a good time is nine o'clock. My like regular time is ten thirty. So yeah, I I got to try and get to bed earlier. I try and get to bed between 9.30 and 10, because I wake up at 5, 5.30, so if I can be asleep by 10, that's 7 hours, 7.5 hours. I'm usually 10, or is like my hopeful, realistically, it's closer to 10, 30, 11. Who are you people? How do you go to bed so early? Well, I wake up early, too. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, don't well, I would sleep. if I went to bed early. There we go. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I go to bed, but I don't sleep through the night or sleep very well. I constantly toss and turn and, like, just kind of lie there at, like, Uh, 2 or 3 in the morning. I always wake up. It's so frustrating. Gotcha. At some point, I learned the habit of going to bed so late that I sleep through the night. Mm, Um, (laughs) Which is why... (laughs) I still do that today, I guess. My average That's is around twelve thirty. When oh you my get up, god! Like um, seven thirty. So you're still getting about Ish. seven hours. Yeah, it's not too bad. That's like seven. When I don't stay up till one thirty. <laughs> like I did well, last night. Go. Oh good. <laughs> See, I I burned out on doing that junior year of high school when I averaged like four hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, yeah, because I was up and I would be up in very late, and then better senior year I did that too because that's when I discovered anime and I'd mm-hmm. power through entire seasons of anime in one night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and I find I'd get too tired in the afternoons if I stay up too late, and which makes it that much harder to like survive any work days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what are your strategies here? How can how can I be a better sleeper? <laughs> uh, separate your bed from an from anything from like doing things. You should never do anything in or around your bed. Your bed should be for sleeping and sleeping only. Then, um, then mentally, you'll just always associate your bed with sleep. And when you get into it. Um, it helps you get in that mindset of ready to for sleep. I I have found that helps me a lot. <laughs> uh, my oh, piece of advice is scheduling. You too. make a schedule and yeah. you stick to it. I'm gonna. It doesn't matter if I fall asleep. I'm gonna be in bed, phones and books and everything away at ten or ten thirty. Yep, I agree. Okay. I found uh, taking a shower before bed, and a lot of times I won't even uh, like wash my hair because if I have done that, I've done it in the morning. So even like a nice quick like one or two minute like warm shower, and you kind of into your, like dry off, climbing your PJs and stuff like that, that helps you get like establish a pattern and a routine, and like the the warm water kind of helps start to put you to sleep. That's usually what I do. Okay, and meal I... tea. But if I don't want to go to bed at 10? What can I do to resolve that? Ooh, melatonin. Just take an entire bottle. Yeah, overdose Uh, on melatonin. Okay. Fun fact, you can't. Start drinking at 2 in the afternoon. Start drinking (laughs) at 2 in the afternoon. Pull your flask out at the office. There you go. I'm sorry. I'm just. I gotta fix my sleep schedule. You know, medicine, doctor's I had orders. To sleep in eight hours. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hard being an adult. Glug 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 glug. Yeah. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Speaking of a, uh, so so the first question was about putting our minds to sleep. The next one is about waking them up. What mentally stimulating thing do you do or have gotten into? Um, Sudoku. Yeah, is, yeah. Is I that like, stimulating? Yeah, I, f- I find them. Or do you just go through the motions? Um, <laughs> you got to be careful. It's it's definitely one of those things where if you because if you do it like on an app or whatever, it's super easy to cheese the system and like turn on the pencil and hit every number per for the beach box, and like just go first box one two three four five six seven eight nine, and it'll tell you which ones you can't put in there. And then you can just cheat and be like, oh, this box only has one number in it. That one's the three. Okay, fair. But, like, if you stay on top of yourself and think through it, it's mentally stimulating. Yeah, like, I I play Flow on my phone. The puzzle game. Mm. Connect the pipes. And it's kind of just going through the motions for me at this point. Like, I've done it so much that, I don't know, it's just something to occupy my hands yeah, more than it is I, thinking. That's fair. I mean, I do. I just do. I do a lot of writing, but even beyond like the writing, I do for like personal projects and stuff like that. Um, I don't journal like a whole lot, but I will try to write down um every day before I actually do any actual writing. Like write down like a memory or like a thought or like basically just one good sentence, ideally. 
that helps to like try and like wake your brain up i think people could do that even if they didn't want to like like whole things you know what i mean just like trying to remember something as like clearly as possible I guess, I like that. uh, that's pretty cool like simulating yeah kind of works the memory yeah you can focus on different sights or sounds or what you thought during it it's nice just to kind of coalesce trying like coalesce something like that so yeah calvin you got one i got sucked into wikipedia and i lost where we are i'm sorry um <laughs> wikipedia apparently <laughs> Uh, the question mentally is stimulating. Yeah, what mentally stimulating thing do you do or have gotten oh, into? Oh yeah, and, uh, apparently Wikipedia. Uh, no, honestly, I would say Wikipedia. Wikipedia is fun to just go down rabbit holes and just like keep clicking links and going deeper and deeper. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. It's probably one of my favorite sites on the internet, honestly. Oh yeah, like still. Uh, and I'm... it's relatively trustworthy nowadays. Like, obviously, you have to take it a it bit, some things with a grain of salt. But for the most part, especially on, like, big pages, um, you can, for the most part, trust most everything that's on there. I also yeah, want to plug I, for I donating that. to Wikipedia. I've done it, like... There you go. You're that's better good. than us. Yeah. Considering the how useful it is and how good of a resource it is and how relatively, like, stable and accurate it is... And it's still yeah. like donation based with no ads. Yeah, I'll give yeah. it some money. That's fair. Our next question uh, for time, I'm going to skip the zombie apocalypse one because oh. <laughs> I'm going to. I can tell us all of our plans right now. We die because it's an apocalypse. That's kind of the point. Boring. Gotta start go. training now. <laughs> Wait, start what? preparing. The end days come. Hang on, training to die. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Training to survive. <laughs> oh, hey. you gotta find your group. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, I have a food I, plan. <laughs> I may or may not allegedly know a guy who has a pair of brass knuckles. Do you think those would be good against a zombie? Like, what uh, should I tell no. him? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, avoid close you... range if possible. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> denim. You need denim. This is fair. Denim. Just yeah. couple like yourself. Have you ever beaten you can't denim? Can't bite through it. <laughs> Zombies respect denim too much as a material to, uh, to to ruin it. Everybody knows denim carries the power of the West behind it. Yeah, they're just like, oh, oh my God! Like I can't, you know. Cowboys I mean, wear denim. They they are they are the true survivors, <laughs> and thus the denim shall empower you to survive the zombies. It makes sense. Just think about it. <laughs> I mean, that's and still it's... true, but. <laughs> In a sense, isn't the whole history of Western civilization just denim? That'll be probably be the one thing when this whole ship goes down that like makes it out. It'll be cockroaches and denim will survive. And Twinkies, and Twinkies. yeah, that's also true. And like one lone McDonald's sign in the middle of like Ethiopia or something like that. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Don't listen <laughs> this to ancient him. African holy site, <laughs> the giant golden arches. Yes. Oh yeah. Zombie apocalypse plan uh, is the same as any survival plan. You do you, and if you don't have a survival plan at all, get one. Uh, our next question. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just Zombies like respect confidence. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which pocket carries your phone? With the further details, just wondering, fellows, which pocket carries your phone? Say, if you were wearing jeans. I have a small wallet and dislike anything in my back pockets, so I often separate my phone from my wallet pocket. How do my, nice my fellas carry pockets. their junk? Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, nice try, pickpockets. I'm not telling you where my phone is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. It's Those in the front really... right pocket. Same. <laughs> oh, man. I think it depends on what what your uh... dominant hand is. I would imagine. I don't. So I'm weird then. Mine's in my front left. Well, we knew that. I left I do front no. right. Are you sure? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Traitor. <laughs> Traitor. I think what happened I is put in my. I need yeah. my right hand to do other things. It's my dominant hand. It can't be occupied by a brick. Well, it's not if it's in your, it's pocket, in your pocket. It's not <laughs> occupied. Well, right, but when I reach to grab my <laughs> phone, I usually have my keys in my right hand. As I'm like opening a door or a car or like doing something else with my right hand that i need more awareness of and i've trained my left hand 
to take my phone out of my pocket and spin it around in a single hand so it's facing the right way. Yeah. Like, Interesting. Yeah, see, I keep my keys in my wallet in my left pocket. So then, like, in the scenario you're talking about where I have stuff in my hands and I need to grab it, my, open my keys, I have to do an awkward reach where I reach into my left pocket with my right hand. Which is why I keep my or, keys in my right pocket. Or you just use your left hand and transfer no, it to your no. right. It's impossible. I, I keep I keep my keys and my phone in my right pocket because it's my dominant hand. I figured those are the two things I'm probably going to be grabbed before the most. And the wall goes in the left front. Uh, um, that's that's or I swallow all three. <laughs> just, like, just unhinge my jaw and yeah. reach down are you, in there. Are you Rico my keys. from the Penguins? <laughs> yeah, oh, usually, yeah. yeah. I can I I can cough them up on command. Yeah. <laughs> Rico, lay down a that's sparkling fire. Yeah. Keys are sticking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how the Irish hit all their extra children during the famine. So the British didn't take them <laughs> they away. <spelled> them? <laughs> yeah. So well, the British didn't take them away. Thomas Swift's <laughs> modest proposal was uh, pretty elegant. It was a coded message. Nobody knows. They all think it's satire. He was only half joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's where they hid the children so the famine couldn't find them. Yeah, yeah exactly. Meanwhile, really? the other four horsemen spread about the earth. Other three horsemen mm. count. Our next question, what are financial questions you have, or what is financial advice you wish you knew at 18? Should I pay off <laughs> I... my car loan now, or should I do it over time, you know? Now. Depends if you can okay. afford it. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> that is a question. Uh, I think my question uh, is, uh, my 18-year-old my self, I, I'd tell them, like, stock market, get into it now. Uh, I, it only gets worse. I would just, yeah. <laughs> I would just ask my eighteen-year-old self if I thought that a debt-based economy was really viable and what those implications might mean. Then we'll see what he does with that, like information walking through. No, no. To I be would fair, try... <laughs> it's you. I don't think anything would have changed. Yeah, really. I would have been like, "Oh my god, well that was crazy. I can't wait to take out however many, however much money in student loans." <laughs> no, that's fair. I don't know. I would say spend wisely. It's like basic advice, but it's served me well for the most part. Yeah. Um, money comes, money goes. Worry about it enough to be responsible, but not so much that you're neurotic. Yeah. 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 Our last question this week. It's an important one, <laughs> considering it's almost July and temperatures are only rising. How do you work if it's hot? Work out if it's hot as hell. How do you work out if Easy. it's hot as hell? You don't. Naked. Done. Naked. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like the like the Greeks. <laughs> I hate I work both out those when answers. it's hot just like just like the rest <laughs> of the year. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. I would say uh <clears throat> say obviously if you're doing something outside well you just have to plan if you're able to like for instance going for a run or even if you do aerobics outside or something like you're either going to have to plan to do it <clears throat> early in the morning or um later in the day mm -hmm. so just or organize your time based on that just endure the temperatures because or that too use use them as part uh, of the workout yeah it was 90 Are you switched and i was out on the i was pounding the pavement i was getting my run in yeah, oh, it yeah. sucks though. Yeah, you can switch to swimming too. Ooh, true. you could. That's also true. It's always a good workout, and then you're in water. Yeah, I, I <laughs> as James and I can attest, swimming is a fantastic workout if you don't want to feel how much sweat you're uh, getting out of your body and how dehydrated you're making yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, if you're I in water, go... just drink the water. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Easy. That's... Super clean water. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it help. It makes your brain forget about the pain quicker. It's also fair. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> I, I've honestly an adult. No, I would say <laughs> I am like, I've actually been wanting to go yeah. back and uh, uh, get in like a pool and start swimming again. I want to see if I can do an IM again. Here's a question for but, you, James, because the other two don't understand. Yeah. 
Do you miss yeah. the chlorine smell that just hung on your skin? In a nostalgic way, yes, I do. I miss it because of what it reminds me of. I don't miss, like, always feeling kind of, like, dried out or, um... But I, miss I definitely don't miss, like... I just, yeah, I miss, like, having those early morning workouts and then, like, talking with the guys at the table and then you'd go to practice, like, after. I don't know. I mean, I miss all that, too, but I, I literally just, I want I want a chlorine cologne. Just the smell. <laughs> That's totally fair. I could kind of see that. There's, like, something, yeah, it's fair. I have right. to deploy it very specifically. Yeah, and no one else likes it, but I like it. Chlorine, you can find out. Is that French? Is that alright French? What kind chlorine? of word is that? English, I guess. Yeah, that sounds like it could be a French word. It, a French that sounds word. dumb. That's well, you know, we don't have to get the ethnic stereotypes, so that's fine though. Chlorine <laughs> word origin. <laughs> it's Greek. For green. Chloros. No way. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Which is probably the same similar origin as chlorophyll. That's a good point. Those Greeks. They did everything for, like, a thousand years, and then they've done nothing since. That's to be fair, <laughs> the ancient centers of knowledge were the Greeks. And the... What was that and about ethnic fair. stereotypes, James? I'm not doing ethnic stereotypes, that's just historical fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is fair. Hey, we all gotta embrace them sometimes. That doesn't mean they're not hurtful, alright? <laughs> I think, it, oh, to defend yeah. James a little bit, even do though we, we shouldn't listen to we? him, Greece also consisted of, like, if you talk about the Greek area at the time, it was mostly more like Mediterranean in general. That's also fair. I don't know. I think the Greeks for I'm I'm fine with letting them just like hang out on the beach and take money from Germany. They pulled their weight. <laughs> <laughs> they're fine. They they earned their keep. Yeah, they're like the Italians. It's like, yeah, you know what? You guys do nothing but eat pasta and wear tight pants. Like you you guys earned it, okay? <laughs> the Greeks are on tenure. The Greeks are they that are, tenure professor yeah. that put in the hard work. Yeah. They got the tenure and they said, okay, I'm done. And the university and everyone else is looking at them and saying, okay, cool. But you haven't actually taught a class in like 200 decades. Like, could you, could you do something? And they're like, oh, that's, oh, that's so great. Like when's the next pension check coming again? I just need to know. Cause I need more wine and leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's, I think that's, that's good for this week. Hell always yeah. good to always good to end on an ethnic stereotype. Hey, they no. do the same thing to us. I'm fine with it. You know what? We, we should be able to poke fun. There's James, so much you can James say about does not country. speak for this podcast. Um, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> listen to me. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining. Thank you to the band Problem Interest for letting us use the song "Living in the Moment" off the album "Cross Off." Yesterday, you can find them on iTunes and Spotify, just like we're on iTunes and Spotify. Go download, like, subscribe, review, rate, all those fun things. Make sure you share the show with a friend. You can do that by sending them to our Facebook page, Better Buddies, where we have our Meme Mondays. Uh, you could also send them to our Twitter, at BetterBudCast. Use the hashtag BetterBuddies when tweeting about the show. Or send us an email, BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com. Fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail. Um declarations of love and or war your questions that you need advice on or if you have an icebreaker you want us to answer you can send all those to betterbuddiescast at gmail.com please share the show with friends uh, if we what was it like 100 downloads in a single episode we'll review gum and uh listenerships uh we got we got a really solid small listenership but uh, i think it'd be fun if we could grow that so please spread the word yeah. Uh, maybe we'll torture James at some point. You never know. Always. Last. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm torturing you for that interruption. Last but not least, be a better buddy. I don't know what I'm going to recommend this week, guys. Yeah, I was frantically searching for something as well. Oh. Mine's less of a recommendation and more of just like uh, the asking of opinion, but I'm gonna I'm gonna see. It doesn't yeah. work, James. You can't subvert the podcast rules. <laughs> They're set it's, in stone. Yeah, how it's dare still you subvert our very, very loose rules?
hey, you know, the Constitution's kind of loose. Listen, you give this man an inch, and he takes a mile. (laughs) You give this man an inch, take a planet. Hell yeah. Well, because I do feel like there's a way to make that theme work. It's just that the show, like... Uh, Because it... hmm? So, whatever I just said didn't get caught, because I had to mute my channel when the phone went off, so... Oh, damn. That's cool. Wait, do you want to repeat it then? Yeah, I'll just repeat it and splice it in.